0: Check. One, two. One, two. Sounds Hello? Sounds good. Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of the newly revived Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. I am your LA nerd, Joel Reeves, and I am here once again with Age of the Nerds, Taylor Salen. We are going to be talking about some good stuff today. Uh, mainly, we're going to be reviewing what we just saw over the weekend. Um, it was Friday, I think. It, I think it was a major marvel movie right Mm -hmm. was it was it the third thor movie? it was a
1: pretty major marvel
0: movie but it wasn't a big marvel movie oh was it an ant-sized marvel movie possibly we saw ant-man everybody and um we're gonna save our reactions till that part of the podcast right now we're gonna have some nerd news you remember this from the old pop pop Ding ding! <laughs> yeah, step into the ring. Our own, our own <laughs> shitty sound effects. Yeah. Ding 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 ding. Nerd news. Uh, oh god, it's so bad. The first thing on the docket, uh, I was reading today that Brian Singer has all but confirmed a Fantastic Four and X Men crossover, uh, which I find interesting because Fantastic Four hasn't even come out yet. What if it's just like the most giant piece of shit movie? And he's like, "Oh, j- just, just, just kidding! I didn't, I didn't mean that."
1: I honestly just feel like this is a reaction to Marvel and DC trying to do their thing. I mean, I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing I mean, is like
0: Marvel is Marvel, so they have their thing. DC is DC, so they have their things. But Fox is Fox. No, it's still Marvel. Like, no, I know, but like, I'm you're saying not, they're not really trying. They don't have a a multi-universe that they can set up because they own two properties. I guess they own three properties, but Deadpool is kind of in the realm of like the X-Men. So like, they really only have two properties. Like, you can't set up your own universe. Like, you're still Marvel or DC. You know what I mean? Like, it's yep. not. You don't. You ugh. anyway. I would actually be kind of excited about it if the if if the new Fantastic Four movie doesn't turn out to suck ass. But if y'all were listening to the first episode of Pop Pop that we did, we're not we don't have high hopes for that.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, is that this in theory should be fucking awesome. You know, this should be like the <laughs> moment when they announced the Avengers and like everybody just like
0: shit know? their pants and came yeah, at the same time. Exactly. And the yeah. same
1: thing with like Batman versus Superman, that yeah. type of event thing, you know? But I just feel like this is Fox trying to play catch up, and they haven't really treated their properties. Uh, well in, yeah, I, ju- I don't want to say that, but I just feel like they haven't brought the right people in to, to like, sort of, they over- don't have a Joss to Wheaton. oversee, yeah, I mean, or a Kevin Feige, you know, as, yeah. as, 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 I don't want to say horrible, but as demanding as I've heard Kevin Feige can be, um, he's managed to create a cinematic universe that's convincing and fun and enjoyable and something people look yeah. forward to. You know? Well, we
0: were listening to Collider News, I guess we were watching Collider yeah. Video News today. And um, I forget his name, but he was talking about how he hopes that the Russo brothers have more of a say in Civil War yeah. um, than Joss Whedon did. And that they hope that Marvel t- doesn't kind of overbear on them. And it's like, please, if they didn't let Joss Whedon do whatever he wanted, who the fuck are you guys? Like, I'm, I mean, I know you made one of the best Marvel movies that we've seen to date, but you're no Joss Whedon, so it's going to end up the same way. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> I completely agree. That was a tangent. Yeah. Um, Brian Singer said that he couldn't tell anybody much about it, which I completely understand because, again, the movie hasn't even come out yet. But he said that there's one natural connecting element that would allow them to have a crossover, and he said that it involves time. Or does he say time travel?
1: Well, I think it's just time. But I mean, the connection can be made because Days of, uh, days yeah. of Future he said Past. It deals was...
0: with time, and yeah, since. Since They've already sort of already, established... Yeah, yeah, we've already seen Time Traveling in X-Men, and the Fantastic Four are notorious for going into the negative zone and shrinking, like, you know what I mean? Like They they do a lot of things going into realms and times that they're yeah. not supposed to. So I could see how that could cross over. But again, it's only going to work if Fantastic Four doesn't suck
1: my question, giant ass. My question for you is, uh, say the movie does suck giant ass, but like Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan are really great in it. And you Ooh. want to see them in a great story like do you think yeah. there's a, like a possibility of that happening that's what i'm saying like Damn, that's a good even question. even the movie like if the plot itself sucks like yeah. they set up the characters and establish them well enough that they could you know that, that people actually want to s- see yeah. them in the crossover yeah. then i think it could be something that i think it could, could absolutely but...
0: be in the crossover because like do you see falcon having his own film at any point no but is he gonna be in every Marvel movie that comes out for the rest of the time? Yeah, yes. of course. So again, you don't necessarily. Yeah, if Miles Teller kills it, which I think he probably will, are we gonna see maybe Reed Richards doing science shit in a new X Men film at yeah. some point? Probably. Yeah. yeah. Totally. But I, I don't quite think that's the crossover they're talking about. No. Not like cameos. I think. No, like. A, I think Miles Teller's cameos capabilities are out of this fucking world. I think yeah. he's gonna be in every. And I've actually heard that they're trying to get X Men to c- crossover too, just like they did with Spider Man into the Marvel Universe. Really, I think the potential for crossovers now between everybody is getting a lot. I think the chances are a lot bigger now. Yeah, yeah especially I'm with I'm the Spider Man deal exactly, and everything. Like it sort of, kind of set the, like,
1: the standard for.
0: Yeah, like look, we're yeah. we're trying to make the nerds happy. It is about the money, but how do you make more money by making yeah, the nerds happy who want exactly. to go see your shit? So I think the possibility of Reed Richards showing up in more movies, regardless of if the Fantastic Four movie sucks, is extremely big. Totally.
1: And it also starts to beg the question like with the Fantastic Four thing. Like, for instance, Spider-Man, they're going to reboot the movie again. But at least you know, with whatever. with this, which is cool, because at least with this new deal, they're making one for Marvel and one for Sony.
0: You like know, the what I the mean? only one that like doesn't really care that much about it because it just means more Spider-Man movies. Exactly. Spider-Man's my favorite superhero. You no, 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 no. You no. Can reboot that shit every year. Totally. And I'd be like, new Spider-Man movie coming totally, out. Totally.
1: But from from the like the sort of audience, general audience yeah, perspective, like how many times can you go and see that movie, that origin story that that they're. Probably gonna do again.
0: I've been hearing that they're not gonna do it.
1: I hope they don't. But I'm saying, like, you know, there's a certain tolerance for how many times you can reboot something, and I think it's smart. It would be smart of them to sort of shake things up by instead yeah. of rebooting it, it's like a crossover movie, like they're yeah. trying to do. But I think act, uh, you know, the X Men Fantastic Four thing that Fox is trying to do is their own properties, and I think that's a mistake looking inward as opposed to like going out to other studios and trying to make more other selves. Exactly. So I think it just comes from the wrong angle, I guess is, is the, um, thing And it wasn't on the
0: docket, but now that it came up, I'm going to talk about it. Um, I heard that, like, hey, look, when, when Sony rebooted Spider-Man for the first time, they were trying to set themselves apart from the Sam Raimi trilogy. Yeah. That's why they redid the Orton story yeah. with Andrew Garfield. They were trying to make it a little bit different with the Ben killing and mm-hmm. how he became a Spider-Man and shit, shit. like that. Um, I think that when they do the new one with Tom Holland, right? I yeah. think I think that they they would be in their right mind to realize, even if you're a younger generation, you've probably seen both generations of the spider-man yeah so you don't need to know the origin story and i'm hoping that because because he's already spider-man in civil war right each of each of i keep wanting to call the last one a trilogy and i'm actually extremely sad that mark webb didn't get a third movie yeah um each of the trilogies i'm just gonna say that even though it's not um they did a origin story because he wasn't spider-man yet he became spider-man yeah since he's already Spider-Man in Civil War I don't think they need to do another origin story and I think that's why they're putting him in the movie first because I'm assuming he's gonna play some kind of role in the superhero registration act unmasking just like the comics sorry but that spoilers came out like fucking eight years ago yeah um so yeah, I think they're doing that on purpose so they don't have to do an origin story.
1: Totally, and I, I'm I'm actually really glad they're not doing that. It's the same thing with like the uh, the which jumping back to it again feels like we're treading on too much. But the Batman vs <laughs> Superman trailer, yeah. how it it seems like hopefully they're gonna keep the origin to like a one scene deal. It's like yeah. everybody like Spider Man, Superman, Batman. Everybody knows the origin stories unless you've been in a sheltered part of Papua New Guinea your whole life or some crap like, like that. You the Congo. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think it. But you know it, about Black Panther, exactly and the Wakanda's. <laughs> um, uh, the Wakandas. Yeah, exactly, dude. Um, but yeah, so I think it's smart of them. It would be very smart of them to just skip the origin story altogether and to explore different areas of the character that it's we haven't that seen. We before.
0: say that as nerd fanboys, but like coming from a studio standpoint, you know they're probably like, "We gotta set up the story," and it's like, <laughs> "No, we don't. We don't care.
1: Yeah. You don't have to." Take yeah. a
0: survey among, just just go to Comic-Con one year, and take a survey from every nerd, and you'll fucking hear the opinion that yeah. it doesn't The overwhelming
1: matter. majority. Yeah. I that, hear that.
0: The, there's that one dude that's like, "Oh, I like the killing of Uncle Ben. It's like, burn that guy at stake. <laughs> we don't need to see <laughs> In that front of everyone yeah. on the convention <laughs> floor. <laughs> at, at the Marvel booth. Just put him up there uh, during and burn the, him.
1: During the panel, bring him out on stage <laughs> in front of 6,500 people.
0: Exactly. And then invite everybody to his wake across the street afterwards. <laughs> uh, moving on, we're going to talk about my favorite person ever, Zack Snyder. Ooh. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, More self-made sound effects. No, thanks. So we all saw that Batman vs. Superman trailer. And it uh, there's that shot, and we talked about this last time, about... There's that suit with the "ha ha" jokes on you, Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the first couple glances, I was I, I just assumed they were showing us a bunch of old Batman suits, but it's a old Robin suit, mm-hmm. which the Joker has spray painted upon. And now, more and more information is coming out about the movie that. <clears throat> the Joker, we're go- We're going to have a flashback scene where the Joker kills one of the Robins in the past, and that's why Batman quits. That's so why he comes back in this movie, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but the report is that <sighs> Zack Snyder's son, Eli Snyder, is going to play the Robin in the flashback when he dies. Yeah, it's kind of sad. As you can tell, I'm and, um, super excited for it. Oh, yeah. Um, um, Eli Snyder's no no newbie to being in his dad's films, though. He plays mm-hmm. young, young Leonidas in 300. Mm-hmm. And I say young, young because an actual close friend of mine, Tyler Neitzel, plays the teenage version of Leonidas in ah. 300. So, fuck you, Eli Snyder. <laughs> My friend was awesome in the movie. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't, it's nepotism, man. Like, fucking... If you're gonna have a Batflex solo movie, you're gonna wanna have a Robin. You're gonna wanna maybe have more backstory on it. Cast someone that you can use again. Like you're not. It's fun for like a little cameo, especially yeah. if your son's dying. Because I hate the Snyder's in general, so <laughs> he dies. Um, but then that kills all potential to ever use that character again, especially if it's Jason Todd. The rumor makes sense because that's what happens in. Um, Oh, man, and I'm blanking on the story title for the Batman, so I'm not... Dark even... Knight Returns? No, it's a uh-huh. comic storyline, and I'm not even going to guess on it, because if I'm wrong, the okay. nerds will flame me. Yeah. But there's... No, so the Joker kills Jason Todd. Yes. And Um. so, like, he is Robin. It's not like they just kill a kid. Yeah. And that makes sense to why Batman would retire. Yeah. Um. So I think it's... I think in Batman vs Superman, it's going to be a Robin... But that just kills all like future storylines if you want to use it again. Yeah, especially if it's Eli Snyder. I know. Oh, this they how, just show like the back how,
1: of his head. How, how old is Eli Snyder?
0: I think he's because like, he was pretty young. And I think he's like 17, 18, maybe nineteen years old. Okay. Um, but maybe if they just show the back of his head while the Joker kills him, then you know, yeah, it's just it a could, cameo for it, Eli, but you don't know who it is. They could recast him later.
1: Totally. Um, um but that kind of that would be yeah. It seems kind of a little bit short sighted. Yeah. um you know totally. especially since this movie's setting up a whole universe you know that you would, yeah um so i'm hoping it's like cast a non-actor a, t-
0: yeah that's why i'm hoping it's more of like a like a anonymous shadowy cameo of maybe just like a shadow and yeah the Joker like laughing and like killing someone you know yeah what I mean? but then but then i guess the credit would be shadow of eli snyder <laughs> There wasn't a lot of news this week, you guys. Um, Jurassic World sequel comes out in twenty eighteen. Uh no one cares. I, I don't
1: I mean but, apparently people care. It's the number three movie of all time.
0: Woo Uh
1: but I thought, you know, that movie was a giant piece of shit and I'm not really looking forward I liked to the, the sequel.
0: Double fisting margarita man. He was cool.
1: I'm really sad that the assistant died. I, I know I told you this the other day she died really <laughs> You care ins- more about her than you do about Yeah like, and, Bryce it's, and she died a fucking horrible death for no reason, you know, and it's like what was going on Oh here? Ooh. Um, um, yeah no I that
0: movie fucking sucked.
1: Yeah. That's a whole other issue like me, in internet. itself, but yeah, I don't see the love for that movie, you know what I mean? No, I neither. it's it's a giant Spielberg impression and I, it's sad because I think Tevaro, especially after Safety Not Guaranteed, was one of the more interesting filmmakers. I like, out of, that like that sli- was
0: the dude that made I when I Paul Todd actually was the one who was like, "Hey, that guy's the one that directed Safety Not Guaranteed." And I was like, "The fuck, really?"
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. The first podcast I ever did was uh, when they announced that he had. Uh, been signed to direct jurassic world and i remember when i when i did a date yourself i know right <laughs> i don't i it's 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 funny though i don't care like looking back on that moment now like i was so excited for him to get direct get to direct like this this big franchise movie you know what and you're then, saying is
0: all i have to do is direct a a sundance indie hit and yeah then i get to direct uh, yeah the 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 uh the new spider-man film
1: yes You'll be huh. the you'll be the sixth director huh. director by the time that happens. Nice. To I'm a, gonna direct. No. Well, what you can do is you can take film. over the writing of the apparent Sinister Six movie. The Sensational uh,
0: Spider-Man. I'll get to the Sensational Spider-Man. I'll get to direct that. The Sensational. Uh, the Sensational Spider-Man Three. I'll get to direct. There you go. Uh, because I make a little indie hit movie. Yeah. Because that's what they've been doing these days. Exactly. All you need to do is take a movie to Sundance, and then you're uh, you're golden. Perfect. So, Science counts as pop culture, right? It's popular yes, popular culture. Yes, and I feel like NASA watching. I watching. They released news that they found uh, Earth's older cousin. Really? Yeah. What,
1: what do they mean by that?
0: Well, it's so. I just briefly read the article on the website. Skimmed. I don't, yeah, I skimmed it. <laughs> no, so they have like the Kepler telescope or yeah. satellite or whatever it is. And they found, like, uh, they've been trying to find Earth-like planets, Like right? a
1: Goldilocks planet,
0: basically? Exactly, gotcha. a Goldilocks planet. And they had found one a while back, and they named it Kepler-1589CBF, okay. yeah. whatever the fuck yeah. they called it. That They had found one in the past, but they said that, like, it, it wasn't receiving enough energy from the sun to sustain life. It yeah. was just, it, it, it was in that Goldilocks zone, but high noon would look like, Twilight hours yeah. at night, like it. It wasn't. It was close enough to the sun, but the sun was too too weak. Yeah. to provide like enough energy. Full... Yeah, but they had a press conference today at like nine a.m. and they had found that they found Earth's older, bigger cousin, mm. and it's Kepler. And I'm I, I didn't write it down. I'm sorry. Do not chastise me, nerds. They found a Kepler dash whatever number they assigned to it, and it's supposedly the closest planet like earth that they've ever found really yeah and then uh in 2017 they're launching a telescope to go so next so the year after they can get even closer and take more pictures and that's find awesome. out if there's an atmosphere if it's Dude, a rocky planet because they, they don't know anything about like the surface of it yet yeah. they're, they're like trying to figure out more about it wow that's interesting. Yeah. Super cool. They yay found, for science. Yay for science. Yay for astronomy. Could we ever get there? Because I, it's 1,400 no. light years away. It's
1: like some shit. People going on a fucking death mission, you know, is, is what I, it boils I, down I, to.
0: I would fucking do it. If they were like, here's a cryostasis chamber. You're like, Sleep in can it I bring beer? Liters. And they were like, no. And <laughs> can, then you're like, can never my, mind. Can my cryostasis chamber just have an IV of IP in it <laughs> the entire 12 years I'm asleep? No, I would do it. If uh, they Look, Mars is one thing. We've known about Mars since I was in kindergarten. Yeah. And they're like, want to go to Mars and die? And I'm like, fuck no. I know what the planet, like, I...
1: Want to go to Mars and die? I yes. know
0: what Mars looks like. I don't want to go there and die. It yeah. looks really sad and pathetic. Yes. If they were like, hey, there's a new planet. It's got water and vegetation and we don't know anything about it. Do you want to go? I'd be like, fucking sign me up. But I'm not a doctor or a scientist or an engineer or m- m- Michael Bay, so they're not gonna send me. But I, I would love to, man. I'd be like, look, you send me there, I'll make you the best goddamn alien podcast you have ever seen, and I will transmit it to Earth. And a year later, you'll have something to publish.
1: Yeah, and then and then and then Will Smith will respond, and he'll be like, "Welcome to Earth,
0: bitch." Yeah. Speaking of uh, nerdy science stuff. There's a specific scientific superhero out there? It's uh it's we... it's
1: uh Bruce Banner, right? No,
0: there no there's no, like a it's Tony Stark. There's a tiny,
1: tiny science man. Oh, a tiny science uh, the, tiny science man.
0: Caterpillar man. No? Butterfly man? Butterf well that's the metaf- that's the metamorphosis man.
1: Oh, metamorph oh, it must be. And they're the ashton pusher in butterfly. Effect. Oh
0: god. But yeah, That's what it is. It is the Ant-Man. Dude. We saw Ashton that last Picture As Ant-Man. No, we already had to fucking suffer through Steve <laughs> Jobs. I don't... I, no, no, thank you. Okay. Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Ant- Mother-fucking- Man. Ant-Man is the man. I will speak for the both of us, because I know your opinions, <laughs> when Edgar Wright solemnly Left the film. I'd pour some out for one's homies, but I'm not going to waste my beer. Yeah. and and We were very sad when he left. We thought, this is worse than Jesus Christ dying on the cross. This is worse than 9-11. This is worse than X-Men 3 and Spider-Man 3 never having been made. Because we all wanted that to be a trilogy. We thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen ever on Earth because Edgar Wright had been working on this movie for what 10
1: like 7 years. A very like fucking long. Well, let's put time. this let's put it this way. He started writing this movie before Iron Man came out. So that gives you an idea.
0: Yeah. Look, there was a Scott Pilgrim panel at Comic-Con, and you all know when Scott Pilgrim came out, he was telling us about his Ant-Man script during the Scott Pilgrim panel. Mm-hmm. Like that was that's such a fucking long time ago. Yep. He's been working on that's like, five years ago. Yeah. And he had been working on it before Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. And he left, he got fired, he got left the project, whichever happened, we don't know.
1: And let it be said, too, that Edgar Wright handled it marvelously by just, you know... Marvelously? B- uh, unintended, but no pun intended. I know, I know. <laughs> um... But, uh, yeah, I mean, he just kind of bowed out very, very quietly, and I think the the kerfuffle... Quietly,
0: aside from every nerd in the universe crying. Well, what
1: I was saying is that he sort of just stepped back, and that was it, and it was everybody else that started the commotion, which is totally validated by the way you know what yeah, I mean it's yeah. just after seeing this movie it, it, I guess it, it's my biggest criticism of the movie is that it could have been so much that more Yeah, it wasn't directed by Edgar Wright yeah it could have been so much more and you can see the flashes of Edgar Wright in well, the film and we'll it's just you know it's it it sucks because it's yeah, it could have been better it's just it's, it's sad
0: the so with with that said I really liked the movie it was very sad that Edgar Wright was not directing it, but, in a giant Nicki minaj size but, it was a great fucking movie, man. I was, when, when he left the movie and when the trailers came out, I I was the skeptical nerd and I was like, meh, it's gonna suck. It's gonna be the worst Marvel movie that's ever been made. Meh. Just giant M-E-H-S-M-H shaking my head. Meh. And I saw the movie, and I thought it was great. Yeah, I agree. Like, I I guess the
1: only like one of the things I was thinking about is, yes, Edgar Wright didn't make this movie, but the only thing, uh, you know, I guess it's a good consolation that we at least got the story by Wright and a script by Wright, which was eventually rewritten Paul by Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd and Adam McKay. But you can still see and semblances man. of. What was there? Now with that said, it's hard to truly tell what was changed when they came in and did the rewrite, but you can definitely see Edgar Wright's stamp is still all over this movie. Absolutely. It's
0: hard to see what wasn't Edgar Wright, but it's very easy to tell what is Edgar Wright. If you haven't seen the movie, it's those scenes where Michael Pena is talking and telling a story and they're the very quick Cuts with pans of, hands of and, yeah. people talking, but it's Michael Pena's voice still mm-hmm. telling the story. Those quick cuts um, that's that's 100% unequivocally Edgar Wright style,
1: yeah. And let's also make it known that we're probably gonna get into spoilers here. So if you guys, um,
0: I was just hoping to spoil someone's fucking. I mean, by them not I don't
1: want people to get pissed at us because people will get pissed at us. So just be aware that we're gonna talk spoilers, we're probably not gonna <laughs> get into too heavy of Ant-Man plot dies. details but yeah everybody
0: dies everybody dies yeah Josh Brolin shows up as Thanos and kills everybody yeah with the Infinity Gauntlet P.S.
1: Infinity War starts now <laughs> just kidding P.S. the Marvel Universe is
0: over P.S. Kim <laughs> Feige died so it's done
1: <laughs> oh that's funny
0: they hired Zack Snyder
1: no but in all seriousness um, I have to completely agree with you in the sense that I th- the, the movie's great you know it's, it's, it's everything that a Marvel
0: movie should be I think Paul Rudd did a great job at playing Scott Lang. Yeah. But I also want to say that I think Michael Pena kind of... Stole the show. ...made the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. And while I had giant qualms with Iron Man 3 being more of a comedy... Yes. I'm sorry, Shane, but when you set up two movies before that that have a very serious tone... Yeah. ...with with droplets of quips from Tony... Mm -hmm. And then you just make the third movie a fucking comedy. Yeah, no, it's it's it a jarring work total like shit. Totally. Yeah. So and this
1: movie from the beginning was it's a funny. comedy. Yeah, yeah. So
0: I was fine with it. Michael Pena is fucking hilarious yeah. in this movie, and he does such a good job. And Paul Rudd, man, there are some actors out there that I think have a hard time transcending themselves when you're in a role like Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah. I don't think he's a bad actor, but no matter what role he's in. And people always say, oh, you see Kelso. I, I, I don't would... see Kelso. I just see and Kutcher. Yeah, no, it's. And I, that I, voice. I, I kind of feel
1: the same way about Seth Rogen in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's not to say he hasn't done oh, interesting things. I met Seth Rogen last night. Yes, he did, which was crazy. <laughs> that um, was awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he. You always just, oh, that's Seth
0: Rogen. You hear the voice, exactly. you hear the laugh, you know it's Seth Rogen. I honestly know? used to feel that way about Paul Rudd. Every yeah. movie you'd see him in, because he was doing a lot of Judd Apatow S- supporting role things, stuff. Yeah, yeah. he's a hilarious, dude. Um, but I was kind of afraid for him in this movie, like, oh great, it's just gonna be Paul Rudd in an Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Nah. Bland, boring. Nah. That motherfucker is Scott Lang. Yeah, and... and he does a great job.
1: I think, you know, as much as I, th- as I think the whole inclusion of, like, Judy Greer's character and all that bullshit Talk with that family milf. was... Uh, she's everybody's MILF these days, she's dude. She's such a MILF, man. She's, like, 30 and she's everybody's mom this summer, oh, apparently. she's only 30? She's, I'm just kidding. She's not thirty. Oh, I was like, N- I take my MILF <laughs> back. <laughs> no, but uh, she's she's in uh, Jurassic World, if I'm not mistaken. Too. Yes, yeah, she is. Back. Um, but she's such a babe. dude. I thought you know they bring a lot of depth and complexity to a character that could oh, be very right. bland and boring. Depth and complexity, not but- just being a babe. My bad. No, 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 no! <laughs> I'm talking about Scott Lang. Oh, right. Uh, but like with that
0: whole storyline, yeah, With what? like
1: her, fa- her new family, yeah, and like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, you know that stuff. But at the same time, I felt like a lot of that stuff was repetitive
0: and sort of didn't pay off for me at the end. Even I though the it was little great girl that stuff, the stepdad was good. cop in the end helped him. Like, yeah. But you, if you've seen any fucking Disney movie, you knew that was gonna fucking happen. So,
1: what did you think about the opening scene of the movie, Joel?
0: Yeah, man, that opening scene. I, re- I definitely remember what it was. You don't? I, no, I totally do. <laughs> but let's just recap uh, it for the yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, let me, uh, I'll cut that out. I wasn't, yeah. no, that's fine. I wasn't intoxicated when I saw this movie. Oh, okay, well, never mind. We'll uh we'll keep going then. Uh, You yeah, so- didn't go to the rack in Woodland Hills where you can play <laughs> pool and get drunk on craft beer at the same time. Ooh. It's not where I went. So smooth. Ooh, like Keith Stone.
1: Like Keith Stone. Um, um, no, so basically in the opening scene of the movie, you get... Oh, it was it's Ma- the, Michael Douglas. The S.H.I.E.L.D. The Shield yeah, flashback yeah, 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 to
0: 1989. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where they showed the little tiny pictures of the Ant-Man. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, it's yeah. like... Uh, I do remember. <laughs> okay,
1: so um, I, I just thought that was really interesting that they decided to... And I know that's something that's made to some people seem a little superfluous, but I think it sets up a lot of potential for future sequels and like the Marvel Universe in general... Because we've seen stuff from the '40s with Captain America, we've seen a lot of present-day stuff, but Howard a lot of the Stark. exactly they do a lot of stuff with Howard That's what Stark. I'm saying. A lot of that stuff in the middle is un, sort of explored ter- yeah. territory, and I like the fact that they sort of jumped in between the two timelines that we've seen. Would you
0: say that it puts cameo possibilities for maybe Agent Carter if that show keeps totally ...keeping on totally? And I love I love could the you idea get Michael I, Douglas whole television show man about that but but yeah they set up because like the only really people in that time frame we have right now are steve rogers from when when he was in that time, yeah uh agent carter
1: Mm-hmm. and then we and even in like iron man 2 yeah. we saw the the video that he watches in that mm-hmm. movie is of stark doing and that's yep. flashback ish yeah. i guess and but now we
0: have michael douglas as the original ant-man
1: yeah exactly and i love uh, by the way i love the fact that they decided to go with an older Pym? I think it's a sort of unconventional choice to sort of s- skip the first yeah. Ant Man, even though he's still. And I, like you were saying, because you were asking, like, is Pim Ant Man in the movie? And I'm like, yes, yes, he is. And I think that's a very smart choice on their part to leave that f- for future stuff if they want to, but also to explore it here and there and to expand further,
0: you know? Yeah. Before I say what I'm about to say, I, would, I, I think it was. I think Michael Douglas did a great job playing Hank Pym. Yeah. I thought the movie worked with him being the older Pym. Because then the whole movie wouldn't have worked otherwise. Yeah. But I do I wish... Would I have rathered Hank Pym been the creation of Ultron and then had it been a little bit different in the timeline? Of yeah. course. Because that's just the nerd in me. Is, yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. But I liked, I liked the age of Ultron. I like Ant-Man so... You you know, you have to change things to make things work.
1: And who's to say who's to say that they can't do a flashback with Howard Stark and Hank Pym before his breakup Ooh, with SHIELD? Something that Tony should. something that Tony eventually found that led to the creation of Ultron. That's what I'm saying. There's unlimited potential hey, Kevin with Feige, what they've done. If you're so. listening.
0: You know. You just can saying. just
1: you can just credit <laughs> pop pop for the uh, for the story storyline. Was- Taylor Salem who came hey, up with this idea. It's okay. I'll um, just write my fan fiction.
0: <laughs>
1: erotic fan fiction. I've never written fan fiction by the way. It, that was a joke. You're fucking lying. Dude, I've got my Harry Potter fan fiction right here on the computer, man. That's you so can see stereotypical. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> um
0: I liked how they I liked the use of the use of ants. Yeah. In the movie. Um granted Out of all the Marvel titles that I read, I'm not really the biggest Ant Man fan, so I don't know if ants are a huge play in the comic books. I don't think they are. I think he's just a scientist, and he's called Ant Man because he can shrink. Well,
1: uh, no, I think I I remember that part of the canon is that he has the the ability to like manipulate ants, but I don't think it plays as big of a part in the comic book canon as it, as in it does in the movie but like i they love really, in the movie they played how, up nicely
0: yeah how he how they train him to use the different styles of ants like the worker ants and like the fire ants and yeah. anthony the flying ant. anthony oh i love anthony he dies it's I so know. sad and they he don't took really make a big deal team. about it but we all loved anthony His blood he was, he was shed for the for the sake of the marvel <laughs> for the universe
1: um speaking of which, what did you think about the villain in this movie? Because, you know, we all know that Marvel doesn't have the best track record for villains, and I thought this villain Mr. Was... Cross. Ugh, Darren Cross. But I thought, oh, you blah, know blah, f- blah, I thought he was actually a little bit more complex than our standard Ronins and uh and uh Malekiths and stuff like that, you know. Um
0: oh, you that, mean that are The Knight the Doctor?
1: Well, yeah, exactly. The ones that are a little bit more one dimensional, you know, like I think and it's funny how how similar this movie feels. Was he
0: really more complicated, or do we were we only tricked no. to think that because there was a line of dialogue that said, "Oh, you were once my apprentice." No, and but now that, you're... I think
1: I think that it's not that. It's the feeling that it's a bit more personal, as opposed to like because he was once the apprentice, though. Exactly, but like we haven't they haven't really like explored that in the Marvel universe. You know, they like for instance, uh, Iron Man two was like, oh, you fucked my father over. So, like, that's... It's, like, kind of arbitrary, like, motivation for not, the revenge. How
0: is that not the same thing, though? I was your apprentice, and you didn't choose me to be Ant-Man. Now I'm gonna kill you, as opposed to... Same thing in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, when, like, Nova's all like, meh, my dad, pissed off. And, like, yeah. the... There meant main t- two things. Like, you you wronged me in the past. So, I'm... It's the same thing. People just want to pick and choose what they think is good vi- villainy and yeah. what's not. I think it's the same. But no, I, I, I didn't hate Darren Cross's movie. Yeah. But I think that people just like to pick and choose what they think is a good villain and what's not. Because it's literally the same plot device. You yeah. wronged me in the past, so I'm going to try to kill you. But with all that aside, I
1: think you know the movie's really solid. I really love the action sequence at the end, too. Um, because... One of my favorite aspects of Ant Man as a character the is The train. Thing? Yeah, and then and then well, not, not only that, but and when Thomas the Tank Engine, the, yeah, is is the ability for Ant Man to enlarge things, including himself. Yeah, and that's one of the of things course. that I love, and I'm glad that they set that up because I think that's one of the more interesting things is the idea of Giant Man, and I think that's something that could actually come into play well, in Infinity War. Still you know Man. No, no, but it's like <laughs> Giant Man, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, when he gets big. Like, as tall as a, sky, a skyscraper. Like, I like yeah. I like the idea of, of someone who's fucking just massive, you know?
0: The enlarging discs were definitely cool as shit. Yeah. And I knew that that was going to come into play when he went subatomic. Mm-hmm. I was like, but he's got the enlarging discs.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: He's going to be fine. Yeah. It's classic um, cinematic tropes, I right think. Damn. That fucking Wasp cameo, though? Mm-hmm. How they were like... Your yep. mom was the wasp. Yeah. Here's a scene with her. I was like, oh! And it was
1: it was cool because it gets you excited, but they also don't show you who she is, so they have the potential to cast whoever they yeah. want down the line if they come to more flashbacks, which I'm sure they will. Yeah. Just I like, thought you know, they were just
0: going to talk about it, and they fucking had a scene with her. Yeah, I was like, dude. oh, God, it's wasp that's, in action. That's what I was telling you.
1: You ah! like, Joel was coming to me because I'd seen the movie before, and he was like, is she in it? And I was like, you'll see. It's so cool. Just wait, young child. Ah,
0: damn it. That so there's the two stingers. There's yes. There's the one with, oh, God, Evangeline Lily. If I could just watch Lost every day. Your luscious brown locks of hair are so beautiful. <laughs> and you're a great actress. Anyway, she's the new Lost.
1: She's, she's okay. But, yeah, um, I like the idea, too, of, of her relationship with Pym. You know, yeah. like, sort of coming to grips with that. And then... then you
0: trust her now? I don't know why. She didn't really perform any heroic acts, but... Well, Naviguster. I mean,
1: she she sort of proved. uh Well, I don't know. It's tough to say because there's a lot of storyline in in the movie that is set up. Like, there's a lot happens before the movie actually yeah. begins. You I just know? love so playing, playing, like, yeah, playing catch. Up I love a lot. the
0: movie, but here I am like tearing. No, that scene no, apart. totally. And I think <laughs> it's
1: I think it's totally totally valid because you know, there's a lot of things that this movie does right, but there's also like it's not perfect by any means. You know, how dare you? Um... So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, overall, like, the pacing was good and stuff like that, though. Pretty solid movie, right? Especially coming from the guy who did such things as the Jennifer Aniston classic, uh, The Breakup.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. The Breakup. Vince Vaughn and
1: Jennifer Aniston. The Breakup. I'm pretty sure Peyton Reed directed that. The Breakup. Actually, I'm not... You see don't, Jennifer don't Aniston's butt that in that movie. Cause, eh. I
0: love Booty Jennifer shorts. Aniston. No, you love Jennifer, you know, you Jennifer Aniston's
1: butt. butt. Yeah, That's what you love. She's
0: almost naked in... Horrible bosses as well. Hmm. Interesting. Did, this just turned into like a Mr. Skin podcast. <laughs> we'll okay. show you where all the actresses are naked. Um, no. Uh, now the second stinger I think it was just a scene straight out of fucking Civil War. It is. It is. Which cool is fucking balls. I did a little
1: bit of research and um, Kevin Feige said that it is a scene from Civil War although Well we've it, seen the movie. It may not be the same footage that no. we actually see in the film. Like different angles and different takes and shit like that. So I like the fact that they, they're setting setting that up already because they've got so much shit to set up for that movie anyways that at least they did a little bit of setup. Like, oh, in we Ant-Man. skipped right to
0: the end. How about that fucking fight between the Falcon? Yeah. and and, and, and Ant Man. He totally. shows up at Avengers Tower, or I'm sorry, the new Avengers base. Yeah, the new he's, Avengers. he he's looking for like an uninhabited storage facility, and he fucking comes across the new Avengers I know, base. I love... That was a How great, cool too. That, that was a
1: great little joke, too, where he's like, uh-oh, and you feel like it's, like... A, or you find out that it's one of Stark's, like, uh, yeah. old bases that had been transformed. And I mean, as much as I feel like that scene is a little gratuitous for the sake of the universe, I thought it was well executed.
0: I thought it was a funny scene, because, like, if there was anybody left out of the action... From the universe is happening, it would probably be Falcon. Yeah, because he's just not the he, and it, he just hasn't. He's like not the best superhero. It also ever yet.
1: explains it also explains why Falcon was nowhere to be seen at the end of Age Voltron, especially if they're calling on everybody that they yeah. had. You know,
0: so um, I mean, so someone has to stay and watch the base. Yeah, exactly. I liked it though. The fight scene was cool. We kept shrinking and getting bigger. And trying. yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I thought it was a good fight scene. mm Hmm. And I loved all the stuff on the helicopter, too. I thought I the helicopter Mackie, stuff was so. fun. Yeah. It was good stuff. Anthony, Anthony Mackie, Mackie is dope. the man.
0: He did a good job. <laughs> so, yeah, the scene with uh, like the Civil War scene. They, mm-hmm. They've got... Um, I almost said the Silver Surfer. <laughs> I don't know Winter why. Winter Soldier? They've got the Winter Soldier. Bucky. they got Bucky! Oh, captured. Bucky B. Bucky B. Bucky Bonds. They got that Mofo captured. They up. got Sebastian Stan
1: captured. Oh, and yes, no, that is the arm, so. that is the actor's name, Sebastian Stan.
0: What a name! Just
1: ruminate on that for a what second. What a name! Just, just let it marinate, man. What
0: a babe. <laughs> um, and they're t- Cap and Falk. Right. Cap and Ooh, Falk. Captain Falcon. That's right, Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Captain America puts the jetpack on when no. Anthony Mackie dies. No. Captain Falcon is in like fucking uh. Super Smash Bros. Uh-huh. Captain Falcon. Uh-huh. Anyway. Falcon Punch! <laughs> um, oh my God, if only, I love it. If only we had that soundbite. Anyway. We can find it. They, um... They're questioning... Well, I don't think they're questioning him. They have him locked up, and they're yeah. talking... They... It looked like they
1: had, like, his arm in, like, a vice or something, right? Like, they had him...
0: But they strictly mentioned Stark... Like, this is already after the Civil War has started, because he's like, if we take him to Stark, and Cap is like, nah, bruh, we can't do that. Um, And they mention someone called the Accords. Hmm. If you're familiar with the Civil War storyline, the government, well, okay, first of all, there's this rogue group of mutants who think they're superheroes, and they blow up like a school block or whatever. And then that causes the government to be like, superheroes got to register. Do, 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 do. Um, That was supposed to be patriotic music. (laughs) And um, then, you know, Cap and and Iron Man are are against each other. But they mentioned the Accords. If we take them to the Accords, maybe so-and-so. I'm thinking maybe the Accords are, instead of the government trying to make superheroes register, there's a group called the Accords, and they... I don't know what that like. It's such a random thing to throw in at a stinger. To I mean, it's obviously to make people fucking guess, scramble, and start questioning things. Yeah. yeah. But is there a group behind this registration act instead of the government?
1: It's really tough to say at this point. Um, yeah, I,
0: you're a nerd, so speculate. I mean,
1: it. I I don't see any reason why they should really change the storyline. Like they've been setting up even in like uh, Iron Man two and a lot of the other stuff. Uh, that's taken place on Earth at least, like sort of the government uh, and the inclusion of sort of like the infiltration of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Hydra into the government and like sort of those things and especially with like Cap 2, the stuff they did there, um, I think that they're really... would It would be dumb for them to change the storyline because that's what they've sort of been building to this whole time, you know? Absolutely. So it's like if they do... It better be something good, you know, oh, or else I think people are people are people are gonna revolt. Who are you? I don't know. The red capes, that's who they are. Accords the and the red capes the red are capes, capes are coming. The
0: red capes are coming.
1: The Accords, dude, they're a group of Honda owners that drift. <laughs> it's a bunch Honda. Of, it's a Honda train. It's a
0: bunch of Asians running a <laughs> Honda train on the freeway on the 101. And they and they accidentally cause a. Twenty million car pile up and the Avengers come and try to save the freeway and the government's all pissed at him. Yeah. I just And Ant Man dies. Ah, spoilers.
1: Yeah. Just like he died in the movie.
0: Oh, more spoilers. Um If you're not gonna see this movie, just go see it for the Stanley cameo. It's great.
1: Yes, yes it is. I had
0: read somewhere that he didn't have time to make a cameo yeah
1: that's probably bullshit just because they want yeah, pe- to yeah. keep people surprised but like if you think Stanley is not going to be in a Marvel movie by now that's just
0: you're just stupid you just, yeah
1: it's not even being stupid it's just like people who uh, I mean some people don't care but people who don't still don't realize to like stay after the credits for like the stingers and well, it's not to say that you know I mean, like everybody wants our to see fucking that
0: lesson but... on uh, what movie didn't have one was it Guardians? No. That had Howard the Duck.
1: Oh. Oh, and Dancing Groot. But that didn't... See, that didn't have anything that set up a sequel. Uh, no, and then but there was a movie that didn't Iron have Man, one at all. Let's see. Iron Man 3 did... And they Iron were like, seriously,
0: one? don't wait afterwards. There's not a... Iron steamer. Man 3? No. What it's was more, Iron Man 3? It's more recent. Oh, fucking Age of Ultron. It didn't
1: have one. Oh, yeah. No, Age of Ultron had Thanos. That Get, was the, getting the glove. mid... That was the mid-credits. Oh, mid-credits. It didn't yeah. have an after Got you, got you, like the post, post-credits you, stinger. Joss
0: Whedon!
1: Dude, Joss Whedon's done with Marvel now, man. He wasn't happy with the way they treated him on Ultron.
0: I love what my lord and savior has done with the Marvel Universe. <laughs> but I'm so excited to have him back to doing his own thing. I want to see what he does next. Definitely. Aside from Marvel. He did... I think he made this shit into what it is today, but I'm glad to see him go back to his roots and just yes, kind of like make something new.
1: But I would also argue that part of the success of the whole series is due to John Favreau, and that's not to say that like what? Kevin Feige too. But like the success of that movie hinged Favreau? on. Favreau? Well, yeah, I mean, the the if Iron Man wouldn't have succeeded, the whole Marvel cinematic universe would be null and void at this point because. They had those two movies that came out that year, Incredible Hulk and they had Iron Man. And Incredible Hulk was not people were meh on it, you, you don't know. don't
0: love the Incredible Hulk with Ed Norton?
1: I mean it's a serviceable movie, but no. It's not it's not one of the it's probably the last Marvel movie I'd go back and rewatch at this point.
0: I'm gonna treat it like And that's over Iron Man Three X- and Iron Man Two. I'm gonna treat it like the third X Men movie that didn't happen. Yeah. I don't know. Why that's even a part of the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe. It had no ties to any movie afterwards. Mm-hmm. And no movie after as ties back to it.
1: The Especially
0: is- since you're recasting the fucking Hulk. Yeah. Just cut it. The Just only- cut it. And have yeah. it
1: Why would... Because the only reference that would really tie those the Avengers and that movie together is when... He said, "When uh, in that first movie, when Mark Ruffalo talks about uh, Hulk wanting to, he you know, tried to commit himself, commit suicide, basically shoot himself, and the Hulk like spit the bullet back out." Um, but that's actually a scene that, ha- like, a deleted I, scene I know from that is. movie. So it's like it doesn't even make any sense because the the thing's not in the movie. It makes so
0: much more sense to start the Marvel Cinematic Universe cinematic universe at Iron Man. I feel like. God, I don't know. That, that's annoying. Well see the that's other thing the other thing so. too,
1: I guess, is that the stinger uh the stinger on Incredible Hulk is if you remember, is Tony Stark coming into the bar talking to General Ross. So I think that he could come back into play possibly, and that's one way Tim that Roth they, and Tim Roth as the the abomination, which yeah. I don't I'm not a huge fan of I think the abomination's kind of like a dumb character at least as it was portrayed in the movie like i want to dude i don't know hulk, if all hulk that's what i'm saying like that you that's in people are saying why haven't you done a hulk standalone movie how do we
0: make someone strong enough to fight the hulk just gotta make them exactly like the hulk the end
1: or make a Hulkbuster. Or what do, hulk buster you still can or
0: what you do is make goddamn planet hulk
1: that's what i'm saying that's probably the only hulk standalone movie they could make or trilogy if they wanted to I was like
0: 90% sure that at the end of Age of Ultron the Hulk was gonna do something fucked up and they were gonna like fire him off into space and they didn't so it'll happen
1: it'll probably he left
0: on his own so who knows where that's gonna go we'll see I'd love to see a Planet Hulk movie
1: yeah it would be pretty sweet although it would be very difficult it would not fit anywhere it would be very difficult to do no 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 because you have to do that you have to do the Hulk's effects for the whole film but they're
0: creating like the cosmic cinematic universe with no no guardians of the galaxy. and i'm
1: saying it can be done it's just gonna be fucking expensive like it's gonna be a tough movie to make you know like if you can make guardians of the
0: galaxy you can make a planet hulk movie
1: yeah but your main character is not like groot is a cg creation but groot is not in every single scene you know like it rocket is not in every single scene a Planet Hulk movie, Hulk is in every single scene, you know, it's like not. the he's or Bruce he's not. Banner sometimes. How does he How does he survive in the in in the atmosphereless uh, space, yeah. I, I, vacuum I don't of know. space?
0: Fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Taylor.
1: <laughs> no, but um, regardless of all that stuff, I, I yeah, I just um, it's interesting the way the the cinematic universe is shaping up.
0: Absolutely, it's gonna
1: be interesting to see if people stay interested after after now that Phase Two is up.
0: Everybody's gonna watch every Marvel movie ever.
1: Superhero fatigue, man. Superhero fatigue. We've gotten so many, dude. Yeah, it's it's gonna have to say
0: that. But fucking,
1: it's gonna have to. X
0: Men came out in two thousand one, and we're still fucking watching.
1: No, I know, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that's fifteen years, dude.
0: Yeah, but. Here's the thing. Is, like, it's a genre. Do think people about get it in... tired of horror movies? Do people get tired no, of and action I'm... movies? Do people get tired of... Look, you can Some make an argument do. for action movies. And yeah. action movies come out every summer for, what, 100 that's, years? No, that's true. So, like, totally. It's just, if it wasn't its own genre by this point, I could see yeah. there being fatigue. It's a fucking genre now. Oh, totally. They're totally. only going to release them every summer. Yeah. So people are just going to go and fucking see them. Yeah. I don't think that they'll ever... I don't think that... And I know that people are saying, like, oh, the bubble will pop. I don't think it's a bubble now. I think it's its own genre. Yeah. Like, an action movie is released every summer. A horror movie is released every October. Like, that's just how it is. A summer blockbuster superhero movie is going to be released every fucking summer forever.
1: What if we run out of superheroes?
0: Please, man. We got Iron Fist. We got, Dude, uh... that shit's coming to Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, but then they'll just make a movie out of it. We got fucking Namor. He'll get a fucking movie at some point. Namor. <laughs> Moon, Moon Knight. He'll, Moon Knight. He'll have a fucking movie Dude, at some Namor. point. Dude, <laughs> Namor. Like, we'll, yeah. just start, we'll just start using Dude, all the characters. what if they the do a
1: Namor-Aquaman crossover?
0: How about that? Chase and Momoa would die. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the second episode of the newly revived Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast. I know that name is long. But I I'm, think I'm going to stick with it.
1: We should stick with it. Like,
0: no matter how long we get, like, 400 episodes in, I think I'm still going to be saying thank you for listening to the 400th episode of the newly revived Pop Pop the Pop Culture Podcast.
1: So what you're saying is that that's the official title now.
0: Yeah, in print it'll be really long. Yeah. But I think we should stick with it. I think okay. it's really good. Let's do it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Thank you again, ageofthenerd.com, for letting me back onto the internet. I am your L.A. nerd, Joel Reeves. I was here with Taylor Salem. He will be here every time. Live long and prosper. May the force be with you. Excelsior, choose your poison. Have a great night. Forever.
1: (laughs) That's great, dude.